This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. The weekend is here, it's time to go fishing, and if you're in the Brainerd Lakes area, Nate Blazing of the Nisswa Guide League knows where you need to be. If I had a bar for every time my line got stuck, well then I'd probably have enough for a brand new pickup truck, and I'm probably gonna need it, but luck is gonna change, I can feel it, I got a secret weapon on the radio, Kevin always tells me where the fish is done. Paul Bunyan. I'm Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. Get hooked on Bemidji this summer where you can catch fish as legendary as Paul Bunyan himself. From panfish and walleye to pike, bass, and the elusive muskie, Bemidji provides an exceptional fishing opportunity for all. Immerse yourself in the Northwoods setting and experience the natural wildlife Bemidji has to offer. Find out more at visitbemidji.com. Bemidji points to further. Hi, this is Toby Kovalevog of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Welcome to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Hey, we're checking in with Nate Blazing of Nisswa Guide League as uh, the summer is well underway. We were just talking, Nate, before you got uh, we, we got rolling that it is already looking like summer's over with all the things going on, which for you includes a ton of fishing trips, sounds like. Right. It seems like we went from winter to where'd spring go, and now we're supposed to be in summer and where'd summer go, so... Things are moving really fast here, but I'm not complaining with the weather we're having here recently. And the guide schedule's in full gear, and it sounds like seeing where you've been lately, the tournament schedule's in full gear. So just a lot of stuff going on right now for fishing. Yeah, and certainly up here, uh, whether it be Red Lake or Leech Lake or Lake Bemidji this past weekend, the bite has been fantastic. I'm assuming it's got to be pretty darn good down in your neck of the woods, too. Overall, yes, I would say it's been pretty good. Um walleyes with this cold front that we had here a couple days ago got a little spotty you just had to make some adjustments they were still definitely willing to bite it's just you had to kind of figure it out on the fly the bass in the northern the panfish bite has been just crazy so that's what some of our funnest trips have been if you just want action we're kind of you know catching a little of everything just doing some slip bobbers uh pitching jigs and minnows and that's again this time of the year my favorite thing to, to do because you never know what you're going to catch. And we're coming in with five, six different species, seven different species. And it's, it's really fun because you just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, and, and, and I've been hearing that as well. Every, everything is biting, which typically happens in June. I think it's kind of one of the best times to fish because the weather is generally nice. Uh, every, every season's in gear, and everything seems to be biting. Um, June, if, if you don't fish in June, you're making a big mistake. Right. Well, and a lot of the species, again, you're post-spawn, so they're kind of recouping from that, so they're feeding up pretty good. 
you got the hatches, the bait fish, the perch, the shiners. Um, and then the other thing I think is part of that is so many of your fish are kind of congregated in the same general area. So a lot of stuff right now, you're looking fairly shallow. You're looking, you know, weed lines kind of stuff. And that's where the beauty is that you're getting everything in fairly similar locations. There, there are some specific differences, but generally speaking, you're getting a little everything in the same general area. So that's, that's the cool thing about this time of the year. So let's go back to the opener. I mean, we uh, for a while we thought we were going to be, you know, using our uh, our augers, and it uh, turned out we didn't have to. But how was opener, and how has it progressed since then? So I've talked with my clients about this a lot lately. You know, I, I like to use the term, or I catch myself using the term normal a lot. <laughs> I don't think there is a normal anymore, because just like you said, Kevin, we're like, are we going to have ice out by opener? Well, we did. It went quick. And then the water warmed up pretty quick. And, and normally I really love the opening time, the first month of the season for walleyes because we have that shallow water bite that's going on in like two to six feet of water. The weird thing, at least in the Brainerd Lakes area, is we did not have the shiner run that we normally have of shallow. So those fish, usually, again, it's a month, month and a half. And then about this time of the year, they start progressing out to a little deeper water. They were in for maybe a week. Um, in that real shallow stuff, skinny water, and then they moved out because the shiners didn't show up near as much as they have in the past. So I've got no reason to explain that other than if it's the water temps or what exactly, but it was a little odd that way. So, again, rather than pitching jig and minnow like we do shallow, we started catching fish in deeper water, 15 to 20, 25 feet, lindy rigging, which, again, usually we're just starting to do that right now. So, again, trust your electronics. The fish are where the fish are, and you got to find them. So if you could find them, they were biting. And, and now I'd say they're kind of in that middle ground, at least, for the walleyes. Um, the two main bites we've got going on around here, at least, are you can get some fish on the lindy rig, you know, with a red-tailed chub or, or a leech. But the, the bobber bite in that, I'd say 6 to 14 feet of water, really seems to be the main thing that's going on right now. And there's quite a few fish in those weeds that are starting to come up. Cabbage weeds is getting nice and predominant. So that seems to be the main thing right now where those walleyes are hanging. And, again, you got other stuff. We're catching crappies. We're catching bass. We're catching pike right with it. So it's really fun. Yeah. it's uh, We've had, you know, whether, it, again, any number of legs, just unbelievable bites this year, strong year classes, what is the situation there as far as your classes look for you? Are you seeing a lot of variety out there? It depends on the lake. So, again, I've been fishing gull quite a bit, and um, I actually was talking with, with some of the DNR guys about that as well. Same kind of issue we've seen for the last couple of years where, you know, I'd say out of 25 to 50 fish, you're lucky if you catch anything under 20 inches. So mm. a lot of those 20 to 25 inches. Um then all of a sudden, these smaller year classes, which they they just must be in different types of the lake that we're not fishing, because all of a sudden, you know, those 12 to 13 inch fish show up, some 17 to 18 inch fish. Uh, this winter out there, there was a bunch of 15 to 18 inch fish. So, whenever you think you got the lake figured out, at least on gull, um, you don't, because those things will show themselves. We do have a couple lakes again through stocking efforts that we do have some really good year classes coming up, probably three strong year classes in a row, and. Pelican Lake, which the Walleye Alliance has helped stock with the Lake Association the last couple of years, is a very healthy lake. Lots of different year classes all the way from those 10 inches up to 26, 27 inches. So that's the fun thing about going out there is you're literally catching fish all throughout the spectrum of the year classes. So that's what you want to see in the lake, and that's what we're working for on some of these other lakes uh, through the stocking efforts. 
You mentioned China. Certainly that was a big concern up in our neck of the woods, uh, bait issues. Um, how has your live bait situation been down there? I would say middle of the road. Um, shiners right at opener were a little tough. And then once those water temps did warm up, uh, they were able to trap on a couple of the local lakes. I think North Long was able, one that they were able to get some shiners out of. Um, and there was a pretty good supply of them for probably two weeks, three weeks. And we're kind of just, they, they're done now. Um, none of the shops have them anymore. Red-tailed chubs have been pretty good in supply. Creek chubs have been a little hard to come by. Sucker minnows are very hard to come by, and then fatheads, which are usually, you know, pretty easy to get, they're kind of concerned with what's going to happen later on in the year. Leaf supply is okay so far, but that's a daily conversation at the bait shop, and there's concerns for later on this year. I know some stuff happened this legislative session that's hopefully going to ease some of that, but kind of yet to be determined. I think they'll cross that bridge when it gets there is the way I understand it with the wording in the legislation. Always seems to be new issues to deal with, right? <laughs> well, you got to keep life spicy, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Talking big bites in Brainerd Lakes with Nate Blazy. Wow, that sounds cooler than I thought it would. Hi, this is Nate Blazing of the Nipsla Guide League, and I'm doing my best to keep Kevin Jackson from embarrassing himself. If you love the outdoors and are looking for ways to align your education with future employment in the trades, Northwest Technical College in Bemidji is for you. Explore state-of-the-art technical education in six career paths, automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology, all in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods, surrounded by more than 400 lakes and, of course, limitless forests. The shortest path to your dream job and a good bite is at NTC, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. I'm Chuck Hathie of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Nate Blazing, a man with exquisite taste in haircuts, my guest today on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. He's with the Nisswa Guide League. We're, we're talking Brainerd Lakes fishing. So in general, if we're going to go out fishing this time of year, I mean, what, what should we plan on? What, what should be the standard approach, at, at least at first? Sure. So I'd say the approach I'd take if you're, you know, just going out, kind of trying to learn a lake, and you're just trying to bend the rod and catch some fish, I would start with just a slip bobber and a plain hook or a 16-ounce jig, and, you know, you're you're looking for that edge of the weed line, so probably 8 to 12 feet of water. Put it down 6 to 8 feet, just pitch that bobber out, you know, 20 feet away from the boat and cover some ground, and that's, that's again, I think you'd be surprised with, the multiple species you're going to catch, the number you're going to catch. Um, so that would be the starting point. And that's what we do for, you know, some of our family groups that want to just uh, kids learning how to fish and you got to keep them entertained. And as an adult, again, we all learn bobber fishing. It is something special about seeing that bobber go down. And again, you're catching a big bass, you catch a big walleye. But again, we're catching crappies doing it. So that's where I would start at least for, for someone that just wants to get some action. Well, bobber. That phrase has been used uh, so much this year when it comes to walleye fishing, which I never thought would ever happen. But that's <laughs> on the Leech Lake Tournament uh, of the top 20, at least 15 of them threw out the, the phrase bobbers. Several of the top 10 in the Knights of Columbus were using bobbers. And I think a lot of it obviously has to do with the, the clear water and trying not to spook the fish. But, boy, that has been a popular way to catch walleyes the last couple of years. 
Well, and, and as you say that, so we've had to retrain some of our clients that we fished for, with for years and years and years because around here, Mille Lacs was known for a lake that you fish walleyes and with bobbers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> the normal lakes we did around here is mainly lindy rigging or jigging. So uh, this started probably close to five years ago now uh, when we started using bobbers more and more is people would get in the boat and you'd pull out the bobber rods and they kind of look at you and said, no, we want to fish walleyes. We're like, no, we know we are. Um, so it just kind of goes full circle. You know, bobbers used to be used as, as a lot of other lures back in the day. People got away from it. Now, especially with the forward facing sonar, that's another reason also, as you said, with the clear water where you got to get away from the boat, but when you can sharpshoot and identify specific fish and get that uh, bait right in front of them, that's a great finesse presentation because you're right there and they get time to think about it if they want it. A lot of times they're grabbing it right as soon as it hits the water, so very effective. And, of course, bobbers have changed a lot, too. They're a lot more sophisticated than the ones that looked like the Pequot Lakes uh, water tower. <laughs> That is true. The the whale bobbers that yeah, I think they remember using as a little kid that you could probably you know sit on top of and they're not going to go under. <laughs> um, there are the the different bobber types and styles and brands. There's a little of everything, and there's some that are so efficient for you know letting you do long casts in the wind and just for weights. And so there's more to it than you think if you really wanted to get into it and be specific about being effective at bobber fishing. But at the same time. It's still just simplify it, bobber fishing. You're not going to do anything wrong if you just use a normal slip bobber. Yeah. Um, what would you say is the absolute hottest bite right now? Probably, you know, we're targeting walleyes a lot other than our family groups that just want action. And, again, that's my love. Um, and that is probably the best, again, back to the bobbers. Um, around here, the Mille Lacs bite is kind of like some of the bigger lakes you said the winnie the red lake right now Lacs is on fire right now for walleyes um and smallmouth both actually um we've been catching a lot of pike though and that's what i was going to get to around here mm-hmm. as we're walleye fishing but the nicer pike have really really been active and again it's almost every spot you go you're getting a couple of really nice pikes so that's been a fun surprise because it's great you know you get a five to seven pound pike while you're walleye fishing and it's a really good bite for folks and i still think Northerns have a little, I don't know, they don't get enough respect. A lot of people have a bad thing for them, and they get that fight. And I've actually coached a couple of people in to, they said they didn't want to eat them. They heard they're bad. And I said, now oh, it's the Y bone. Let me play one up for you. You try it. You tell me. And several people this year came back and said, yeah, they actually like it better than wall. I thought it had a little more flavor. It's all about making sure you get that Y bone out. So it's kind of educating people and letting them try stuff. Yeah, I mean, there was a time we thought eel pout was an ugly fish, and now it's just the hottest thing going in wintertime. Well, I still think it's an ugly fish in a way. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. The popularity of that, it's completely 180 from a, what, it, what it used to be. You know, a lot of people consider it a waste fish, and now it's a coveted, targeted species and really respected. So it's cool to see that. You know, um, you, you mentioned electronics and forward-facing sonar, and, and besides that, because that stuff changes every six months, and that's the, always the hottest new thing, besides electronics, anything else out there that you really like, any cool product that you think is really good right now? Well, again, a lot of stuff that you've been hearing about on any of the fishing shows or any social media is Northland with their tungsten jigs going mm-hmm. back to the bobber fishing. Um 
just because, again, they're, they're working on getting lead out of the environment, which is a good thing, but also just the density of that. It's quicker down. It, it works a little more efficiently in the wind. Um, so I've been utilizing those quite a bit. That's been pretty good. Trying to think of what else. Uh, a bunch of different aerators for our, our live bait and minnows. They're making ones with lithium batteries now, so I'm not basically uh, breaking the bank buying D batteries every other day <laughs> like they used to have to. So that's been kind of a nice improvement. These are just rechargeable. And, um, and then, again, like you said, the electronics is just non-stop growing whether it's the mapping charts or the forward-facing sonar so it's kind of a full-time job just keeping up on all that stuff honestly with the electronics right now okay um it, it's a it, 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 it is a changing world all the time that's for sure uh, what about concerns I, we've talked about ais a lot and we know what zebra mussels are doing certainly in your area and definitely doing in our area as well um anything else out there that concerns you right now well I guess one thing we've dealt with a handful of years, and it's kind of quiet right now, is cormorants. You know, again, mm-hmm. back to Leech Lake, they had that big issue how many years ago. Yep. Uh, Pelican Lake had that here. Oh, I think they finally took care of a bunch of them about four to five years ago, but that absolutely was having an effect on Pelican Lake as well as after the fish populations really started declining out there, those birds were migrating um, to other local lakes. And, we see a few of them around right now, but not near as many as there was before. So that's been a good thing. Um, I guess <laughs> the other thing, and I'm not trying to, you know, start a war here, is just <laughs> in the heart of vacation land here is as fishermen, wakeboard boats are something that we deal with on a daily basis. And, you know, we've had lots of conversation at the DNR level, at the legislative level about, does there need to be some controls or special regs in place? We want everyone to enjoy the water. It's just being responsible for how you control the boat. So I think there is some momentum being gained on that for folks, um, but that's still we see lots of issues, and, you know, you just got to be careful. Uh, when I'm out there guiding now, my head's on a swivel nonstop, almost like driving a car because <laughs> you got to be careful for the other boats. But we have lots of close calls where folks just aren't paying attention anymore. I'm hearing that. A number of places. It's, you're not yep, alone in yep. that one. No, it seems, I mean, to the point around here in the Brader area midsummer, we don't do near as many afternoon trips as we once did just because if you don't have some wind out there, the lakes get so busy with the recreation, which is great because that's a big part of our tourism, the economy here. But um, there's so much recreation out there that you're in the minority trying to fish and you're going to get whiplash from all the boat weights that you're you're dealing with. So we try and get our morning fishing, get off by 11 o'clock if at all possible, or go to a smaller lake that's not so busy, and then let the folks enjoy the rest of the lake themselves. We are talking Brainerd Lakes Fishing with Nate Blazing of the Nisswa Guide League. We'll wrap it up with Nate next. This is Mandy Ear, doing my part to keep Kev Jackson's ratings up on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. If you're fascinated by what you're hearing today, Bemidji State University might be the place for you when it comes to college. They're located amid the lakes and forests of the Northwoods, and it's the only place in Minnesota where you can earn a four-year degree in aquatic biology. It's a state-of-the-art program on the shores of Lake Bemidji, giving you high-tech lakeside facilities and ample opportunity for research and a hands-on education. You can choose fisheries biology, aquatic systems, or wetlands ecology. An aquatic biology education at Minnesota's premier Northwoods University it's the right fit for you. Visit BemidjiState.edu. 
I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. So, Nate Blazing, you got a big event coming up Saturday in your neck of the woods. We do. We have the Camp Confidence Classic, so they've got a golf tournament, I think, on Saturday, and the fishing tournament as well, which I participate in the fishing side of things. Um, it's a, kind of a special year for them. It's their 40th anniversary, so we're looking hmm. forward to that. It's, again, such a great cause. Um, you know, the money raised goes to Camp Confidence, which is for adults and kids with disabilities and, and so forth. And I actually get the opportunity to fish with a camper this year, him and his dad. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be a great time. And actually, I get to do a little of your kind of stuff. I said I would help MC a little bit for the weigh-in. So hey. not saying it's going to be good, but I'm going to try it. So yeah. I think I think you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You sound just <laughs> fine right now. <laughs> well, we'll have to limit, you know, one beer before before I give you enough <laughs> just to loosen up a little bit, and then we can go from there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That, I would hold it to that. Yes. All yeah, right. Take the edge off. Um, walleye lion stuff. I know you're very active in that. What do you guys got going on? Yeah. So, uh, folks may have seen we opened up registration for our fall tournament, which is September 30th. It's on Pelican Lake, and we're doing that out of Breezy Point. So if folks are interested in that, you can check our social media out on the Walleye Alliance Facebook page or our uh, website, which is walleyealliance.com. Um, I think we're going to guarantee at least $5,000 for first place, if not more. We're going to limit it to 50 boats because it's a fun tournament. We have a lot of good fishermen. You have a lot of families doing it. We just don't want to get it too big for that size of the lake, so we're going to kind of keep it small and um, if you're interested, you should check it out. I think it's 300 bucks for a two-person team banter, but a lot of fun. So, yeah. Okay. Any uh, any issues or any uh, other things that the ULI Alliance is involved in in the near future? Oh, no. We actually, it gets a little quiet here midsummer just because, again, <laughs> there's a handful of guys that are tournament fishermen. There's a handful of guys that are fishing guides. There's a handful, a couple of guys, Jason Freed, he's coaching as well as other stuff. So we we meet probably once a month here in the summer, uh, kind of let guys recharge their batteries um, and then get ready again for the fall tournament. And then we start going at it strong throughout the winter for our next projects. We've got some stuff on the radar. Again, you know, I'm not saying we're, we're actively going at it, but the, the walleye limit's always a piece of discussion. Um, that we'll see where that goes. Um, lots of stuff with AIS, like you said before, the education piece of stuff. Uh, Barotrauma has been a big thing, you know, that's mm-hmm. been educated on some of the DNR stuff. And I, I've heard some other, you know, guides talk about it. So I really think that is a good topic that folks need to be more aware of whether it's for crappies in the winter or fall fishing when those walleyes get a little deeper um that you got to control yourself it's not a good thing to pull those fish out of deep water even if you bring them up slow people think they go back and they're fine or in actuality they're probably not going to make it so that's one of the other i think big things that you're going to hear a lot about here in the next couple of years um from different areas that educate people on the bear trauma and what that can do to fish populations so that's one of the other big ones very good, very good. Well, before we wrap it up, Nate, uh, you have time for a Fast Five? Giddy up, let's do it. Fast five, 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 five. Okay, here we go. Question number one. When young Nate Blazing came home from school, had his supper, and got his one hour of TV, what was his favorite TV show to watch? Well, I grew up on the farm. I didn't have a TV for a while. I 
It took a little bit. We had UHF, so I think, uh, okay, I got this one. It would be Sunday. We'd get home from church, and AWA Wrestling was on. That was something I looked forward to whenever we got the opportunity. It was wrestling, and I'd beat up on my brother. So. <laughs> you know, that seems like a, a nice thing to do right after church, yes. <laughs> exactly, yep. Question number two, are you a pop drinker, and what's your favorite? I am. Um, I would say... I dabble a little in everything. I, I do drink a fair amount of pop, unfortunately, but uh, probably root beer. NW root beer is my favorite. Okay, but yeah, root beer is good. I'm not as much of a pop guy, but hot summer days, I love Fresca. Okay, uh, yep. All right, question number three. Speaking of things you maybe shouldn't drink too much of, do you drink coffee? I do. Black or additives? Black all the way. Don't put anything into it. Uh, my dad drinks put sugar in his and I'll take a sip of that and I almost spit it out. So I'm straight straight black. Hazelnut's my favorite. Alright, that's a now that's a way a man drinks coffee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Question number four, and I always think I'm gonna know the answer to this one and I'm always stunned because people I think are gonna go one way or the other or go the opposite. So I, I don't think I know this for sure. So I'm gonna ask you question number four Vikings or Packers? So oh, let's yeah, that's Vikings. I'd, I'd, I'm in the place where if I got folks from Wisconsin to vote and they're wearing Green Bay stuff, I threaten to kick them out of the vote. So we always have that fun discussion. So I do got a little respect for you know Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, how they played the game, but I'm still Packers are Packers. So all Vikings. We got we just got to get the team going here this year. That's so. right. Well, good. I can let you back on the show then. All right. Okay, good enough. <laughs> and finally. Question number five: When you brought in the fish for the uh, for the fry, what is the best way to cook fish? I'm a big fan of frying it with a put shore lunch on it, and I like to do a little original and a little Cajun for the kick. Um, mm. And that's it. We keep it simple. Once in a while, we'll switch it up and do a beer batter breading, but fried all the way. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Yeah, exactly. Now you're making my mouth water. <laughs> all right nate i know you said your summer's already busy but are there any spots available for somebody who wants to go fish the brainerd lakes area with you there absolutely is um i do have some openings although i am fairly busy but we've got quite a few guys that work with us so if you're interested you can call the bait shop and they do all of our booking phone number there is 218-829-7010 but yes i absolutely do have some openings if anyone's interested all right, he's Nate Blazing of the Nisswa Guide League. Great to have him on the show. He's also part of the Walleye Alliance. Hey, Nate, thanks for all the info today. Thanks for chatting. It's always a blast. It's a pleasure, Kevin, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Fish out, bump on, yeah. Country, country.